There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My eye. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Wow. That had so much power and presence in it that our guest recoiled. I don't think it had any more or less amplification wattage than in the past. You want to talk about wattage? Wattage? I do, honey. Ooh, Megan I do. the Stallion. <laughs> Speaking of wattage, Megan the Stallion. I'm, a st- I'm obsessed. You only recently, now, I've been telling you for a while now for a minute, like, you gotta get into Megan. You know how I am when people Meg. tell, you know how I am, you yes. know how I get, you know how I receive information when people tell me I have to do something. But that's, I'm one. very hesitant. We're telling you this because we know you'd love it. And look, lo and behold. And lo and behold, I'm actually really obsessed. And the reason I'm obsessed with Megan the Stallion is for two reasons. One, now we can say hot girl summer. Yeah, everyone's saying it. I like saying that. That's something I like to say. Uh-huh. And also, as I was consuming the media, uh-huh. and I do have some media that I want to We've play. Got media. I have the song Hot Girl by Megan the Stallion, and I'm gonna play it. Mm-hmm. And then I want to discuss what we hear. Are, are we ready? Can, can I can I rap along? Uh no. <laughs> okay. No, you have to let the artist okay, as, okay. as Sudi. Uh, says Sudi Green often tells me when I'm singing along with the radio, she'll reach over, hold my forearm, and she'll say, let her. Let her. So why don't you let her? <laughs> actually, wait, it's, it's actually rule of culture number 77. <laughs> let let her. her. Yeah. Honestly, if there's a singer on the radio and she's doing her thing, let, let her. her. Let her. Okay, gays? <laughs> let her. All right, so this is just a little piece uh, that I really enjoy. Of media. Piece of media, of media by Megan Thee Stallion. Media. Here we go. By media artist. Bye, bye, bye. And you ain't see a man ho. 
Great. Here we so, go. So to, to recap, let's just go through what we have. The here. words are. All the hot girls make it pop, 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 pop. pop. Bad bitches with a bag say, ay, 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 ay. Happy and talking about no money, tell them ba, ba, ba. And if you see a man, ho, tell a ha, ha, ha. Now, here's my thesis yes. about this. Yes. I wrote this. You did. I think I wrote this. <laughs> yes. Because only me would rhyme bye, bye, bye with ha, ha, ha. And ha, ha, ha would end the phrase. And also, this just sounds like me. I don't know. If you Am see I a Megan? mad hoe, say, I, yeah. Oh, ha, ha, ha. No, Tell it, ha, no, 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 no. The text is, bad bitches with the bag but, say, I, I, yeah, yeah. If you ain't talk about no money, tell them, ba, ba, ba. And if you see a mad hoe, tell her, ha, 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 ha. You, only you would write this and not a 24-year-old rapper from Houston who, um, you know. I'm not taking anything <laughs> away from her. This is not erasure. This is not, this, what, is, this is not what you're trying to make it. I, this is additive. You're at, we're adding to Megan Thee Stallion's narrative by saying that she she spits Matt Ronder's rhymes. All I'm saying is I feel a kindred spirit with her. Absolutely. Later on you in the you song, two are very similar, actually. Later on in the song, she she says, bad attitude, but I'm cute, so he call me bae. I like that she says she has a bad attitude. You, you, you still, I think you still need to. Oh, I showed you the, the big old freak. I showed you the big old freak music video. I, what did you think? Amazing. I think she's incredible and a star. I think that I think she has Cardi B powers. I think she's potential. I think she's. I think she's a different breed. Well, than yeah, Cardi. I'm not saying they're the same, but I'm saying um, you you haven't listened to Cash It yet. Oh my God, Cash It's no, because so what I do is whenever I get obsessed with someone, I listen to one song approximately fifty thousand times, and then I'm ready to move on to even one other song of this. Oh, it's so great. She does um. She 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 just she starts with it, the whole chorus is like a sixteen line thing mm-hmm. bar thing where she's like it starts with um I can't be fuck with no oh you can touch this eight like she she just keeps doing like verse 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 huh I love that it's she's relentlessly so so like sexual and powerful yeah, so I fucking so live and but what I mean when I say it has Cardi B potential is when I heard Bodak Yellow I was like this will be huge and when I heard Hot Girl am I really late on this not real no she so I so I didn't find out about uh, I didn't find out about, uh, about Megan Thee Stallion until like March I would say when Sam J at work was like but when you would love Megan Megan Thee Stallion I was like oh who is she and she goes <laughs> um you would love her to listen to Big Ol' Freak and I was Big like, freak. what a silly, silly title. And actually, ooh, I want to share this. This is kind of a weird, weird, gross story, but I'm going to share it. Okay, babe. I mean, look, it, it, so, it's up to you. So the week of the week of Memorial Day, Uh-oh. Um, there's this fun little barbecue happening in Prospect Heights um, with one Anna Dresden inviting a bunch of people over. And then I had just gotten into Megan's most recent album, recent release, Fever. Yes. She's a song on it called Cash It, as I mentioned. You mentioned that earlier. And I was trying to go off book. Mm-hmm. Just for like, I was like, this is going to be a big song in the summer. It's important to be off book. And I was just like walking out of the Prospect Park F train stop, the 7th Ave stop on yep. the F train. You know it well. And I was just like lip syncing, like like try, like getting into the attitude of the song and, and just like, yeah, you were living the fantasy, feeling the fantasy. Getting as into they the say. bars and yes. feeling the fantasy, as they Absolutely. say. And then who should walk by me and stop me on the street then? Miss Kate McKinnon. And she's <gasps> like, What are you doing? And I was like, Oh my God. I was listening to this song called Cash It by Megan Thee Stallion. And, she, and then Kate's like, Tell me everything about her. And I tell her, I go, She's this college student um, in Houston. She's 24 years old. She's amazing. She is incredible. And this is, and I told Kate, I was like, she's going to be a big deal this summer. And she was like, okay. Hot girl summer. And she was like, how often do you listen to rap? I go, very often. Wow. And, she, and then Kate, and that was Kate's reaction. She goes, wow. She goes, wow. 
Megan the Stallion, I'll remember her. So, you know, Hot Girl Summer kicked off in that very moment. You when, are a hip hop queen. I'm a hip hop queen. Absolutely. And I and I actually respect. I respect that and I see that because you know I like to write my own bars. <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> You know I write some nasty rap lyrics. You, that's actually a secret about me. That's a secret about you. Oh, the reason I bring up the barbecue is because like, Kate was going to this barbecue. Well, that's great. Um, and so we were both on our way to this barbecue, but Kate happened to see me on the streets. Wow. Just, just not silently. Feeling your fantasy. Feeling my fantasy. Feeling your Megan the Stallion fantasy. Absolutely. But So yes, I know that you love to write bars. You are very good at writing bars. I love the bars you write. In fact, there's, there's bars on the internet if you search. If you search, not, um, me, not me rapping, but comedy. Oh, comedy. it's really important for white men to comedy rap. It's actually rule of culture number ten. <laughs> it's really important for white men to comedy rap. Now, I really, really want to get into this discussion. Any discussion, really? <laughs> honey, honey, <laughs> talk about feeling the fantasy. This guest has felt the fantasy. Can I tell you something? <laughs> yes. It's very rare when you meet someone and you immediately feel the it fantasy. It was an immediate feeling of the fantasy. Can I say, with this we guest. were on this person, this guest's podcast, podcast Treks in the City, Ooh. and we didn't know this guest prior. We did not know this guest. Well, I but had, it was an immediate family. Well, I didn't know. Yes. I, I, had, I had seen her on TV. Oh, I, so come on. Come on. <laughs> Come Silicon on. Silicon Valley fish. Silicon Valley fish down. Her her best friend's name is Cunty. I love that scene. Um, yeah. and she's, listen, a, she's incredible. She has the special coming out on Amazon. It's oh. called My Mama's a Human and So Am I. August 23rd. Out August 23rd. And I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. And I, I just love her so much. Oh, she also hosts the um, Maisel Goys podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, recaps Miss Maisel. They'll be back for season three when season three airs. Oh, season three of Miss Maisel? I just can't wait. I just can't wait. There were so many uh, There were so many amazing twists and turns in the second season. Mm. And I actually am excited to talk Maisel with our guests. I am love And we're going to talk, talk culture with our guests. Absolutely. And at this time, I'm going to stop referring to them as our guest. And I'm going to actually just say what their name is in unison <laughs> with my bitch, Bowen Yang. Pl- and this is the time when you please welcome to the pod Las Culturistas, Alice Wetterland! So hold on, uh, we're getting be- we're getting Beyonce bars. Come on, spit. <laughs> now tell me why you tell me that why Beyonce's top of mind for you right was now. Was because when you guys are talking about Megan Thee Stallion being the song of the summer, I remember when mm-hmm. the song Countdown came out. Oh, and that was the it. first time in my life, speaking of culture, that I ever somebody goes like, "That's going to be the song of the summer." Yeah, and I didn't even think about like. There being a song of right, the summer, right, I was right. like, I don't know where I was in my fucking life, yeah. but I was like, oh my god, that's right! Like mm-hmm. there'll be a song that'll get played over and over again, yep, yep, and yep. it was for me anyway. It was countdown. Yeah, I would agree. There was a collective moment. Yeah, um, you know, and because I, oh I think god. that came out like that actually came out like was it t- mid to the end of the summer, 2011. But, summer, yeah, of 2011. but but then it came in and it was like the hot song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I remember Brooklyn was on fire when yeah. that song came yeah. out. Brooklyn were you living in New York at that time? I was. You were. You were. <laughs> I remember I was on the train at Coney Island when I first listened to that song. Wow. 
iconic. And show. where, and, yeah. And where else would you rather be than Coney Island when Beyonce it's, comes on? And now you go to Coney Island, and the song that you pick out is XO because she famously did a music video. A music there. video. Yeah. There. You know, Beyonce said at the time when Countdown came out, actually is on record as saying mm-hmm. the hipsters love Countdown. Oh, I love her so much for understanding. Yeah. Or she goes, or I think she went, like, uh, they recorded it, and then she was like, I don't know how the song will do, but I think the hipsters will love it. I think she predicted that the hipsters will love it. Countdown has a long fucking life. But it's universal. It's not just, like, a hipster niche thing. It's like, everyone loves that song. Yeah. It's just that it's not, like, the typical danceable, you know, rinse and repeat no. kind of thing. It's got levels and stuff, so yeah. it's really theatrical. People yeah. like that. Come People on. love a song that's got a story. It's got a story. It's got a story. Uh, you need to tell the story. story. To tell. Yeah, the absolutely. Story it has a story to tell. Are it's you... about a woman who's so in love in the summer. <laughs> yes. In the summer. In ten different ways. In really. ten, in all of these ways. <laughs> in ten all of these ways. Ten is the main amounts. Yeah. So, so can I ask you a question? Are you a, would you consider yourself a Beyonce fan slash like even Stan? Uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah. it's almost like the kind of thing where it's a go without saying. I'm of not the course. kind of, I'm not, in, I'm not in the beehive. I'm not 13. Right, like no. I don't, I don't, you know, worry about her or how she's doing and right. then go about on social media to make sure like that's, but when I first started dating my boyfriend, Garrett Lang, um, Garrett Lang, he's hey. a bass oh player. God, in New- he's a bass player in LA. Nobody knows him. Nobody I actually, he is on Twitter. I, he will not tell me what his handle is. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. He needs to open up. He needs to open so up. So he, uh, like, I, w- we're, I was like, so we're just getting to know each other, but like, I want you to understand that I am a, like, if you're somebody, and this was before Lemonade. Right. So it was like, it, you got to get, like, you have to understand that, like, Beyonce is not something that we can, like, mm, is it good? Is it not good? Right, like, right there's now. no, like, going back and forth. Like, if you have an opinion on Beyonce that's, uh, like, besides just, like, yeah, she's obviously the greatest artist of all time, like, you know, or of our time, right. you need to keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. right. Don't, don't talk, just don't talk about it. Right. And it's actually, like it's yeah. something that we're not, a bridge we're not going to cross. Right. And I'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll just... Leave it alone because so I feel you, like this is going somewhere. You but. are still dating him now. Yeah. I so am. then we and we can say he's either kept his mouth shut you. or we watched he really Homecoming feels. together. Thank Ooh, you. huge! Thank you, Hot Producer Emma, giving us some mugs of Hot water. Hot Producer Emma just gave we us some. We came up with the water. phrase "foggy monocle" <gasps> to describe a British man who like is watching Beyonce's Homecoming and it is so like he's so horny from watching it that he's like. Ooh, yeah, hey, yeah. Ooh, hey. you know, and then his, mo- his monocle gets, gets a foggy. foggy monocle, and now it's oh. a steampunk strip club in Portland. <laughs> the, the foggy, foggy monocle. monocle. Actually, we have to add that to the cultural canon. <laughs> the foggy monocle. The foggy monocle. Absolutely. What an honor! Yeah, that's actually huge. <laughs> What, bitch, I'm gonna say from now on, he fogged up my monocle. Well, now I, maybe it could be a st- like a uh, an eatery yeah. in Matt Rogers in Matt Rogers. The foggy <laughs> monocle Matt in Matt Rogers, Rogers Land. Land. I have no problem putting that in my park. Absolutely. You know what? Is it Matt Rogers Park? It's well, it's actually Matt Rogers theme park. The Matt, it's parks. It's called Matt parks. Rogers theme park. Because here's the thing, like. Uh, it's so. I guess Do I have, have to explain it. You have somebody head of parks, as yeah. in like in like succession. Well, yeah, Bowen Yang <laughs> is going to actually make a lot of decisions for my parks. Bowen Yang is sort of like the Gail King yeah. um, of Matt Rod, and I'm Somehow sort of insulting. No, it's not because I'm right? the Gail King for your stuff. Oh yes. So we exist in a world where 
We exist in a world where um, I'm Oprah of my own world. And where Matt Rogers yeah. is Oprah of yeah. his own world. So I'm Oprah in my world and Bowen is my Gail and Bowen is Oprah in his world sure. and I'm his Gail. I have no plans on opening a world though. You have to understand. Well, you have to understand this. Can I just say one thing and it's actually a rule of culture? You have to be the Oprah of your own life. <laughs> and that's actually rule of culture number 102. You, you have, have to be the Oprah of your own life. life. You must... <laughs> It's not a negotiable situation. No, 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 no. I mean, you can try anything else, but eventually you're going to get into enough pain yeah. internally that you have to be your own Oprah. Access your own power because it's there, hun. Mm. So wait, just back to what you were saying. Like, uh, So it has to be the Matt Rogers theme park because I'm, I have my eyes on resort. Mm-hmm. I'm not just trying to open up an amusement park. Yeah. I'm, I want a resort. A sandals. You understand, yeah, so yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By saying sandals, it, yeah. it signifies yeah. that you understand. Yeah. You know, did we did we specify the geographic location of Matt Rogers Theme Park? Is we it Long Island? You said Long Island. It's on Long Island. Point. Well, actually, it is Long Island. It, it is Long Island. It, the thing is, there's a part of the park that is Long Island. Oh, there's like an area that's Long Island. <laughs> And you can get on the Fire Island yeah. Ferry. It's a really good attraction. What if what if there was no? What if it was um well <laughs> no? What if you did a, instead of Soren, but it yeah. was it was um like a Long Island Railroad. Ex- oh, the Long Island Railroad, Railroad experience. experience. I absolutely. That's amazing. Have you spent any time on Long Island? Yes. Yeah. And that you could have a special like a quiet car yeah. experience. It's like really immersive. Maybe it's like a deprivation. Ch- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That and also it's car. like wait, I, I have a really good idea. I actually have a really good idea. Can I run this by you guys? Yeah. Because yeah. actually you're part of the park now too. Okay. Thank you. You actually make executive decisions about the park now. Thank you Alice so much. Alice is on the board. I'm only hiring like people who work at the stands. Well, no, this is actually something I stole from Dolly. Dolly would but we won't do it here but I did hear that at Dollywood all the people that work at like the concessions are all like at least 90 <laughs> and so they're giving you your change back and it's like why? Yeah. Why is that? Because, because they're all Dolly's the cousins. Cutest oh, yeah. thing in the world to be like to be like okay one please and they're like <laughs> okay, for the so listeners, I'm just shaking. In terms yeah. shaking. I actually anyway, have to yes. say that's different from my part. I don't want to do that at your part. No. So I do have experience in like park ideas but, but i don't can i just say i'm who's no gonna, imagineer right here's the thing well not yet not yet you right now you're coo you good with money Ooh, okay yeah that's great, not great coo money. but okay. it, it actually is operations officer <laughs> it's coo okay so wait can i just say who works in my park yeah <laughs> everyone that works in my park is either a gay teen or their friend amanda <laughs> That's who works I on my part. I love that. It's all teens, okay. and they're all either gays that are like pretty gay, or or their friend Amanda. Yes. <laughs> now, do, do the Amandas have to have the, the Amandas so have like to be a, tethered to the to the gay teen who's working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be supportive and tethered. You have to be hired in tandem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, way. like jobs that one person could do. Yeah. It's like oh, gays yeah. and Amandas do it together. <laughs> course they do yes. yeah. yeah so like yeah. if you were to go buy dip and dots just, it's a safety issue especially with the ride yes. exactly you don't exactly. we don't run the ride if just amanda's there no no, or no. If her friend is there it's no. not the same but no, the no, friend no. can be named anything friend yeah the friend can be named anything. anything but actually the friends this is so sad but the gays in my park only have roughly between one and four names chris ryan tyler and matt no, they're what, all named that it's so sad what is roughly between one and four so names? it is a whites only situation <laughs> No, 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 oh no, 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 It's not. I okay. can't I can't stress enough. Now, okay. And also there's someone who's on the board. His name is Bowen Yang. Yeah. <laughs> and there's he is of color. And he is the of color and uh, he, he runs, makes many decisions in the park. Yeah. Many colorful decisions. <laughs> he brings culture. I bring culture to the park. I love it. Mm. Would you like to design a ride for my park? I would seriously love it. I've thought about it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've thought about Go. it. 
<laughs> um, okay, this is just a wild pitch, you know, and spitballing here. Just throwing stuff Blue at the sky. wall. Um, it's, um, you know how, like, when you're in a water slide, mm-hmm, it sucks because mm-hmm. there's Band-Aids? Oh, What yeah, if yeah, the yeah. ride, oh my God. it's not water, it's just Band-Aids? Wow. <laughs> this is interesting. So you're sliding on Band-Aids. Sliding you know, I don't, on you know what? Uh, and then I'm going to wipe that clean because no? I don't like it for no, your park. I, I'm actually thinking of it another, for another park. Um, yeah, what part, what park yeah. does that belong in? That's the... Um, That's the... Aziz I'm Sorry Land. <laughs> Aziz I'm Sorry Land? Yeah, I'm it's sorry. an apology park <laughs> that he has to make. When you go in, the first 10 minutes are yeah. just apology. Yeah. No apology. comedy, it's just him kind of being like, I'm sorry, guys. It's yeah, him. he pays you to get in. Right. Yeah. Because at, at first... <laughs> you have to take a slow pass. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. There's it, no fast passes in that no. park. It's all they, slow What pass. they do in that park is they put a they put a tuxedo on you and they make you look really dapper. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then after you apologize, you take you take all that that clothes off. You put on a gray distressed shirt. Mm-hmm. You sit on a stool and that's like an image change. Oh. Like you're yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, go, yeah. oh, yeah. he's, he's changed because he's the image change sitting experience. on a stool now and he's not yeah. wearing a blazer right yeah Yeah. so can i ask you a question if you're to take your essence Mm. and make it into a vacation destination can you describe that yeah i can um because that's a good way to get to know someone i think it's like um it's probably like um yeah it would be some kind of a theme park i would structure it around like a like a shopping adventure makeover yeah. You know, but then an action sequence. Like, right. uh-huh. if there was a way to make like a an action comedy, but that was also clueless, <gasps> also oh you know, God. like um, she's that girl yeah, type of yeah, thing yeah, where yeah, we've yeah. got for the pretty woman ride. But it's like, yes, you know, um, I love action movies. Yeah. So I want to be in an action movie so fucking bad. Wow. So I'm all about like bows and arrows and stuff like that, and wow. like you know, really intense agility. Like <gasps> I like uh, I like those actual like obstacle courses. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Love those. Oh, really? Mm. You like to get physical? But I like looking really good at the same time. Yeah. So it's like that's the whole thing. It's like get dressed up this as a different huge. thing. But the shopping experience is the big Well, this actually is a feature. Have you ever thought of writing just the girls think they're going shopping and it becomes action film? Mm, That's great. That's great. I think we should. I think, I think we should write that down. We should put down. a pin in that. Let's can hey, you put a pin, pin in that? She just Emma, a, can, are you putting a pin a in that? She a pin into the screen. Yeah, she, like, well, I broke it. She, um, just, she actually destroyed the studio. <laughs> no, no. Shoving a pin in that. I mean, not in the socket. No, Not in the socket. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, well. She's fried. No, she's, 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 right. That bitch is fried. <laughs> <laughs> now I... Another one bites the dust. Another one. Another like producer. A, a pile of dead producers. <laughs> This fucking podcast. That bitch it's dangerous is fried. for them. <laughs> Title of that? Title uh, up. That bitch is fried. We had to take out so much insurance. Yeah, Absolutely. well, the thing is, On here's the, the deal. Show. You also host a Forever Dog podcast. Yeah, I do, so I know. Do you deal with hot producers in your studio? Yes, we yeah. have hot producers. Yeah. And it's great. It's like, because they have personality. Yeah, they really One of do. them is new, and she's like so hot, <gasps> and she's so not into any of the... Th- and I'm like, oh, that's perfect, because like you're like a hot girl. You're having a hot girl summer. She's on the yeah. phone all the time. She doesn't care what we're doing. We're and like, she doesn't We're like, isn't this myself. funny? And she's like, what? <laughs> it's like mad that we're talking to her, you know? What's her I name? Do you know, do you know her name? I can't remember. I'm, but that's I just call amazing. her Chloe, right? Chloe. Like, probably. Chloe. Probably Chloe. I'd like to call her Chloe. Yes. Um, but here's the thing. I was so happy, honestly, that I got here and I was like, please, God, don't let it be a somebody's apartment. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, go, yeah, you yeah, do his no, no, podcast no. sometimes at somebody's apartment. Not that I wouldn't want to be in one of your spaces. It's of just course. like. No, you wouldn't want to be in my space. What if it's. 
It smells like weed and cum. Yeah, what if it's like a UCB guy's apartment? Exactly. Not that you guys aren't UCB guys, but you know what I'm saying. But I, I know what you said. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Actually, speaking of UCB guys, do you, have you been watching the debates? Have you been keeping up with the presidential race? Uh, yeah. Okay, yes. so, so you have to listen to, um, James Domian has a podcast. Yes. yes. Oh my God, I actually, I'm okay. a huge fan. And did you I, hear my Elizabeth Warren episode? No, I haven't listened oh. to that okay. one yet. I did Elizabeth Warren and we did, I, he was like, it'll probably be like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. And I was like, great, great, great. It was an hour 15 yep, 100%. of me as Elizabeth Warren and Warren talking to Bernie Sanders. Oh, I cannot wait. endless. I was like, can we please stop this? Yeah, I want to go really on fun. there as Buttigieg really <gasps> or Ben you Shapiro would be great. I would go on as Andrew Yang probably. I want to go back really quick because we did put a pin in it. Um, the movie idea where they go shopping. And yes, it yes, yes. Movie. Shopping trip, right? Shopping trip. Right. And I think it can be called shopping, shopping trip. trip. It's the outlet mall. It has to start in an outlet mall. You know, Absolutely. this is the Labor Day weekend sale, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. going to get crazy either way. You Stakes know, this. are high, but then it gets really crazy because mm-hmm. there's a heist yeah. in the outlet mall. Maybe but there's like a, oh, a nuclear site underneath. It. <gasps> yes. I love that because you know what? You get a bunch of scenes in the factory where sure. they yeah. make the clothes. Yeah, sure. Because the factory outlet and that's the roles that we play we're the factory for people <laughs> love it yeah <laughs> we're, we're downstairs we're the foreman we're actually quite nefarious i let's let's set up a meeting to break the story on this yeah, i yeah, really yeah. want to get this going um i have time okay. yeah. yeah so i think it's probably you i have time wednesday um 2022 <laughs> great we okay. love that yeah. wednesday 2022 emma put a pin in that <laughs> wednesday in that. 2022 put a pin in i that. think who do you think should be in it you veronica me veronica yeah Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. I don't. Mm, okay. No, I like that. Um, Bowen. Bowen. Oh. Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, I was thinking me. Matt. Tyler and Amanda. Tyler and, and Amanda. And Chloe. And Chloe. I would love an appearance from a Christine Baranski. Oh yeah, no. Christine Baranski <laughs> should play. I think she should play the voice that comes over the loudspeakers that says. Mm. It's time to evacuate them all. Yes, I think that yeah. should be her role. It's like and she's it's unseen, like, but she's you unseen, know it's but her. But then at the very end, it's her all along or something like that. And then oh, you're like, she oh plays the bomb. And she turns out and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. wow, I you love know? that. So, yeah. did you see that movie Searching? No. With John oh, Cho? Yes, yes, no. yes. This did is, I see that with you? No, I didn't see it because I was too afraid. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So spo- what I do is I, whenever I don't want to see a movie but I'm interested, I'll just look it up on, on spoiler websites and so I'll have a vocabulary for the film. Oh, amazing. Something about me. Like spoiler alert for My searching. Path. If you haven't seen searching, you can hit the 15 ahead button right now. Turns out Deborah Messing is the bad guy, the villain. But you know, and okay. this would be very Deborah Messing of Christine Bransky in this movie. There's the most disturbing part of that movie is there's this moment where so John Cho has this brother. Um, John Cho, we should say a star and hot, a star and hot. John Cho has really this hot. brother. So the story is like John Cho's daughter goes missing. <laughs> I'm gonna look at this movie up. Look I need it up. To see look the poster. This is I have to talk about this because I can't believe this happened and I still have been thinking about it to this day. Um, John Cho has a brother has an, there's his a brother character mm-hmm. is very close with and then the, the daughter's close with too and then yeah. for a second you think oh no that there's this like incest storyline where the where the daughter is fucking the uncle and you're like and then as the audience you're, everyone was just like wait what how long do they let that believe for be like held? five to ten minutes oh that's a long time and it's like a too much time to sit with and be like no 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 I would no, say yeah. five to ten minutes is too long to let incest sit in the air Absolutely. and that's actually really culture number that 50. was the notes about my last day night set yeah yes um, so if, yeah if, they if, said they said hey five to ten minutes is actually too long to let incest sit in there it's real culture number fifty really good five to ten minutes is too long to let incest sit in there and they only they only give you a six minute set exactly 
and you just ten minutes on incest. Have notes. That was you so, on Conan. Well, you kept, we saw you kept waving the light away and you were like, I have to do four yeah. minutes on my incest material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. they were like, but it's just sitting here. It's do you know just, what I mean? I it's know, like a tepid stench. It's not going anywhere. It's just sitting. <laughs> it's just sitting. Incest material doesn't really go anywhere. You know, it no, just kind of sits with you. It does, it does give you indigestion. I mean, how do you heighten? What do you going to do to heighten it. Can I say so, one one thing about this um, shopping trip thing that I really like is do you think that it they win in the end, the girls, or do you think that, that it ends in a shocking way? Well, what's most like real life? Mm. I mean, they come away having changed. Yeah. Mm. But do they really win? Or do they realize the, the, the pieces they wanted all along were in their closet already? Oh, my God. That's actually You know huge. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So it's, I think it could be two things. I think they could... Survive and live the experience. Survive, but okay. they actually don't leave with anything from the mall. Right. So, their initial right. goal of getting things from the mall they did not achieve. I, but they do live, and in a way, not getting anything from the mall was winning because they already have what they needed in their closet. I, I actually yeah. have a story pitch on this. Okay, go. So they go to, they go shopping at this outlet mall. They want to buy all this new stuff. There's a big sale. Okay. Mm-hmm. The nuclear threat. Mm-hmm. They find out. Um, I think the nuclear threat is the big central conflict and that the girls have to dismantle this nuclear bomb. Yeah, that's the inciting you incident. You find out mm-hmm. the person who planted the nuclear bomb is Marie Kondo. <gasps> because she wants to destroy every mall in America. She doesn't want people to buy shit anymore. But then the girls not only dismantle the bomb, but they convince Marie Kondo to just come out, the, just come out from the dark side and join their cause, which is like malls are good, malls are important. Mm-hmm. Marie Kondo, what they've learned is, and then what the girls learn is like sort wow. of a balanced morality where it's like, we can shop for new things, but not too much. We can't have this crazy consumerism that we that blinds us. And then we can also let go of the things that we don't need anymore. Wow. And Marie Kondo also meets them in the middle. So, okay. Notes, please, please. If... It's Marie Kondo is the arbiter of, like, she's the, you know, behind-the-scenes villain. I think maybe it's more she has the nuclear codes to the site. Mm -hmm. Because remember when in Bridesmaids, Melissa McCarthy was, like, all the nuclear, they're in a lot of malls. malls. So I think the the nuclear bomb is already there. Yes. She just has the codes. codes. She gets the codes, and then that's, you know, and so... But here's what I really want. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be four girls who have nothing to do with the government or espionage. No. Right. I want one of them to be a spy, and that's how they got involved. Absolutely. Do you think that maybe the so three of them... so sick of heist movies where it's like, well, We're happened? just girls. Like, yeah. I want a little bit of rub. Yeah. Yes. You know? So here's what I think. And and th- tell, me, tell me what you think about this. I think that... It's a, I've always wanted to be in a movie where this happened or in a life situation where this happened. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. shit goes down yeah. and yeah. one of your friends all of a sudden whips out like a weapon that they have licensed and they're able to monitor the situation. And then in that moment, it's revealed to all the friends who thought they knew this person that they actually were CIA Fantastic. 007. Fantastic. So I think... That stuff's really hard to, to just justify, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can justify anything with an your... imagination, actually. Okay. It's actually an imagination so. problem. It's if actually it's, an if imagination problem If you're coming up against that, into. I'm really worried about I you. Yeah, it's actually an imagination issue that you have. Okay. All right. So I think that it's four girls and then... Truly, I need you to get help. Okay. You need to <laughs> seek treatment. You need to get help. Listen to seek treatment Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. They famously do three a week. That just helped you with your imagination. Is that like yeah. that's like a child psychiatrist? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, well, uh, I know a lot of people with Adults that problem. Adults go to child psychiatrists. It's yes, not a problem. They, yes, they, <laughs> they do. do. I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> I can't afford an adult therapist, a psychiatrist. Do you uh, think this works? <laughs> 
What? Like four girls going out to the mall. Yeah. Shit goes down. One of them all of yeah. a sudden whips out this knowledge. Maybe in a flashback that takes like five minutes, we see their history. Mm-hmm. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. 
feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Wait, can I tell you something? Yes. You can tell us anything. Got three tickets to see the Cher show because my, <gasps> my father loves Cher. Is that why you didn't go? That's why I didn't go because of the blackout. And I go up to the Today, to the Today Ticks guy and I go, uh, yeah, last name is Yang. And he like scrolls down his iPad. I see the name Helena York. <gasps> she was supposed to go there too. And I text her. I was like, I'm supposed to be at the Cher show with you. And she goes, really? I heard my, she goes, my friend plays Sonny. And he says that they might have to cancel the show because of this blackout. Wow. Because first of all, so I was walking from Herald Square to uh, the theater, the Neil Simon Theater. Had to cut through Times Square. And there, there was just like a billion fire trucks everywhere. I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. A crazy amount of people, even for Times Square, I was like, something's going on. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. Yeah. And then we got to the theater, and then Helena's like, there's a blackout happening. No. I was like, what? Anyway, not that interesting of a story. Well, here's the thing. My, d- <laughs> my dad actually texted me. He said, Bowen is taking his parents to see the Cher show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I said, yes, I know. <laughs> and then that was it. I said, Bowen's dad? Love, Love Cher. Cher. Love Cher. Against and all odds. Against all odds. Anyway, but I he missed out. <laughs> there probably would have there's, there been like a lot of gay moments that like he would have been like, mm, I don't know about that. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Cher is gay. And look, the fact that Cher is gay culture. Cher is gay culture. And the culture. fact that your dad is embracing Cher, to me, means we that that there's an opening. There's a there's a door that's open there. And it's Cher opening it. And it's Cher. It. I think my She's dad's like, going to come, come on out. Roland's gay. I think once, the Taylor, <laughs> once Taylor Swift's new album comes out, he's going to come out of the closet. Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. What's your thoughts well, on, on Taylor, Taylor Swift? Because you have, you have takes. That's what I fucking love about you. I love you. about Thank Alice. You. you have fucking takes. <laughs> What's your shit with Taylor? Taylor, well, again, a lot of times I feel like society has this thing where we'll pick like one straggly white woman Uh to be like, you're the voice of all women now. Mm -hmm. And they're always too young, Mm -hmm. right? Or they're always without experience, without experience in the spotlight. And then they're saying a bunch of bullshit that doesn't make any, you know, and it's just like. Don't well. Don't listen to her about everything. Yeah, right, right. But right. the reason that she, but then she feels now she feels very entitled to yeah. her position in the spotlight, sure. and she's not entitled to her position in the spotlight. Sure. She's extremely, you know, she's got a lot of hits, but mm-hmm. she's basic, and it's just you know, I I guess my my whole thing is like I think I want every white woman in Hollywood to get better at taking criticism and mm-hmm. better at absorbing the backlashes that they create. It's just like, this shouldn't be hard. It should be part of your practice. Can I tell you who's really good at it? Who? Felicity Huffman. What did she do? Her apology after the whole fucking, like the whole college fiasco. Yeah. I was like, she still is very like, she's not, she's very culpable of wrongdoing. She's a criminalista. But her apology, I was like, this is actually a very well-worded apology. <coughs> I thought that like it was a very yeah. earnest, genuine, like, I, so, I've done... When you compare it to Ms. Laughlin... Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that, but also, but also it's like, okay, that's kind of... Who's I, out doing trapeze in front of the fucking courthouse. I know, but I was like, oh, you've, you've like... My personal needle has been moved a little bit. My little needle has, has moved. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I actually kind of understand Felicity mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't okay, know. so in uh, in our movie, like, comeback role. Yeah, I comeback would say role. yes. I think she actually should play one of the girls. Okay, I think great. she should play yeah. uh, 22. Yeah. I think it's literally us and Felicity Huffman, yeah. and no one no one acknowledges that she is not 22. Yeah, it's just understood that we're all 22-year-old girls. That's the new thing. Age is the new frontier. Age is the new thing. She'll be the Rachel Dolezal of age. She can identify <laughs> as 22. 
And I want young people to get offended about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh no, does no people, one see this. People will leave our movie talking. Yeah, they will. They'll in be leaving the, our movie talking it, and arguing. They'll be leaving early. Yeah, talking. I want to figure out some the, of them for talking. They'll get kicked yeah, out. Right, Depending exactly. if you're at the arc light, that's what's going to happen. If you're at the arc light, then they'll kick yeah. you out for talking. I want to be able to figure out the most efficient way to offend young people, quote end quote. Like, what would that look like to offend the youth? Like, what, what, does, what does that mean? You can, I, I see how you can offend old people by being like, well, old people are so stupid. But for young people, you're like the class, that classic I'm line. I'm old and I love that. Just calling young people stupid, not going to work. Not gonna, that's what I'm saying. No. You have to be like young people. I'll offend young people right now. Go. Do it. Your fucking taste in mainstream music is whack. Oh, it is garbage. Uh, Billie Eilish Here's, being the number one superstar right now to me is a slow. whack idea. It's it's slow and dead. But we, we, we like we like Billie. Y- you don't speak for me. Wow. I'll put a pin in you right now. Well, put a pin in that. <laughs> I'll put a pin being. in you as I live and breathe, and uh, you won't. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't like Billie. Me. I don't like Billie. <laughs> no. I, and I don't know what half of this shit is. So it's like, I can't really weigh in. But every time I do hear a snippet or a clip of like radio yeah. right now. But it, it, is it is it is it young people's fault that radio sucks? I don't think it's I their would say fault. It's, it's can I give it's an academic yes. response to this? Go. I think the sort of like hopelessness of yeah. the world right now yeah. has us dead. And I think that we are emotionally dead. Mm-hmm. So when Katy Perry comes out with, sorry, the fucking bop of the summer, which is never really over for me, which this, I'm sorry, but <laughs> fool across from me, which is you Bowen says he quote, doesn't really get never really over. Yeah. It's like, to me, it's like we were given an opportunity to like emotionally live out loud with a pop song. And we said, actually, no, we want to keep Billie Eilish on top of the charts. And I'm sorry, but what is it? Yeah. Billie Eilish? Yeah, what is it? Can you explain it to me? Can anyone? Um, it's just it's like pure it's like it's production first. It's production forward. Ugh. It's like Who needs that? Like a Sofia I know. Coppola movie. Sure, but it's like woo, 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 woo. I've Takes. I've talked I've talked to you about Takes. this this that that fucking that whole BuzzFeed thing about how niche pop is like the only like pop that like resembles like 2010 Katy Perry, Kesha, Gaga, Rihanna. Mm. Back then Rihanna like mm-hmm. It's like it's now. It's like the Robins, the Carly Jepsons, like the Betty Who's, the the Kim Petrises. It's like, or, or like are you niche. guys at home? I just want to know. Quick question: Go. Taking fucking notes? Yeah, you fucking yeah. Take fucking notes. Take fucking notes. No, but Imagine it's like someone taking notes. Taking notes. I know, but it's like, like oh, just uh, so worried. <laughs> like Mo Fry Pasek saying that the Robin concert was one of the first times she's ever been able to go to the bathroom unobstructed, and that the line for the men's bathroom was longer. It's like, it's yeah. it's for gay men. It's for gays. I mean, I was listen. Do you know Betty Who? No, that's why I said okay, taking so notes. Take, so I was take like, notes, Robin, love it. Uh, what was the other one you said? Kim Petras. Kim Petras. Kim Petras. No, what was the second one after Robin? Oh, um, Betty Who. Probably. Betty Who. Carly Rae Jepsen? Carly, Carly Rae. Ray. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. love Robin, love Carly J. And, then, and I was like, Betty Who? So here's the thing with Betty Who. Betty Who is like so fucking fun and such a fun pop star, but she's niche. And I think she remains niche because if you really listen to her lyrics, did I talk to you about this or was I talking to Joel? I don't know. Maybe Joel. Maybe I was talking to That's racist. No, because I, I also was about to say it could have been Jared that I was talking yeah, to. Yeah, or he could but, have been Joel Fleischman from Northern Exposure. Right. So it could have been Joel, Joel yeah, Fleischman from I could have been talking about Joel, and that's actually erasure for you to say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that is erasure. I know many more than one Joel. That's yeah. actually rule of culture number six. I, I know, know many, many more, more than, than one Joel. Joel. Thank you for Joel's not the that. only one. <laughs> yeah. Joel won't talk to me right now because I told them there's Luann in his chart. <laughs> we sometimes do Real Housewives. <laughs> r- astrology. Astrology charts. 
and I had to, I had to actually break the news to Joel that there was Lou in his chart, and he has not DM'd. And me you're back. not speaking. Do you, do you watch We're Housewives of New York? I don't. Okay, yeah. great. Roni. Wait, let me say one thing. Let me make a point about um, Betty Who. Betty Who clearly has an army of gay men putting her shit together because if you listen to her lyrics, it is like so weirdly unrequited love centric yeah. and so strangely like longing and like it's so specifically lyrically like uh-huh. applicable to like the gay or queer experience uh-huh. that it's like, but it's clearly like she does it with an v- intense love for that. And she has like her backup dancers like licking her thighs in a way that I'm, you're like, oh, those are gay men. Okay, yeah. I have to listen to you. you have I, to. I'm like, I just it's so like gay. And, and there's nary a non bop. I mean, you, the, the, it's it's an army of bops. Okay. For you to say what, bitch? That that these backup dancers are licking her thigh as the like brainchild of a gay man. <laughs> so fun. I don't know why that's because so funny. you think about this. <laughs> some some queer comes in. Let's call it que- Betty, who's creative director says, okay, you're gonna have two backup dancers, and they're gonna come over during during this part, and this one's gonna get on his knees and lick your thigh honey and she's gonna say great and then <laughs> the amount of straight men that would get that yeah is nary. Nary. Oh, it is zero it's like the straight men wouldn't get yeah no but and also guys, like, you're not the gonna dancer, have okay, yeah. a straight male backup dancer come over to lick my thigh no that has to be a gay man uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want one too. I'm, no. I'd be like, I'm fucking working right no. now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that has to be a, a sister. Canceled, canceled, canceled. <laughs> Any straight men try to lick my thigh? Stage four, canceled. Canceled. Stage four, canceled. I think you, you've over the course of this episode, Matt, have really covered like the professional bookends for a gay man who, who in a, a young gay teen will start working at Matt Rogers theme park, mm-hmm. yeah, and then will move up the ladder to being Betty, Betty Who's creative director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what's going to happen is Betty Who is actually going to come to the Matt Rogers theme park, and yes. she's going to say, "Whatever's going on here, I want to be reflected on stage when I go out there." Mm-hmm. And so someone will step forward and say, "Hi, I'm the creative director yeah. of this park." Yes. She'll do Matchella every year. She'll do Matchella every year. Actually, it'll be Betty Who, Kelly Clarkson, and uh, (laughs) the cast of Glee. Oh, the cast of Glee. uh, That's that's Matchella. Awesome. Amazing. Do you ever do do that thing on Spotify at the end of the year where it says, like, this is what you've been listening to all year? No. Mine is humiliating. So embarrassing. Mine's bad. Mine's bad. I don't need that. No. I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Let me tell you, you don't want to see that. I've been listening to a lot of Earth Gang. Now I just... Oh, see, but then you're cool. cool. No, I'm not... I'm friends with Udoya Travis is what it is. Uh, So he's cool. He goes in like, what are you listening to now? And I'm like, outcast from... Uh, Stankonia because I don't know any new music. That's but like, like even Stankonia cool. is cool. Yeah. It is, but there's like I listen to it because it's like the coolest thing that I can think of. Uh, you know is Udoya your coolest friend? Probably. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's very cool. and also. Very I mean, he is insanely good looking. Yeah, and I, it's, I was like, it's going to be hard to be friends with you, but then it wasn't because you right. become friends with somebody and then it becomes like collegiate and familial. Well, and the thing is, I find beautiful. that you know, when you have genitals. They respond to stimuli, mm. and then okay. the thing is that Sorry about this. that does fade away. Story, Story about, about genitals. Story about the sort and genitals on. responding to stimuli. Go on. So mm-hmm. I'm really I'm I'm working my way into becoming a prestige actress. Um, I'm that's a fabulous, fabulous ass. Really. And I want to do action movie. That's like my dream. I want to do action movies so I bad. So I get that so, for you. I work out constantly. Yeah. I have. I can lift. I can deadlift 135. Mm-hmm. I'm really. What? I have a lot of muscles. Oh my my back is crazy, and <laughs> in both ways, like it's muscular and it's fucked up. Um, 
Anyway. I have a ripped scoliosis back. I have a ripped <laughs> fucking sore. Ripped scoliosis back. Honestly, it's front runner for title. Bone, spurs, and muscle. Bone, spurs, and muscle. I'm, uh, so I'm trying to do drama, right? And I keep auditioning yeah. for fucking Fear the Walking Dead. They've cut, they brought <gasps> me like a billion times. Come on. They want me in this fucking show for some reason. Yeah. Never get it. But then I got this other drama that's coming out in CBS All Access. I got a guest star. Okay. Two episodes of uh, this show called Interrogation. Okay. Which is next year coming out. Who's top line in that? Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Come on. Peter Sarsgaard. Now. Sorry, Peter Sarsgaard. Oh, okay. Peter Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> David Strathairn. Okay. Oh, come on. Good night and good lark. Andre Rojo, Bubbles from the Wire. Okay. okay. On the wire. Uh, fuck, there's like three more ridiculous actors wow. in it. Wow. And I'm like, and also, and my tits. Yeah, right. And your tits. And so the guy. It's your about tits, his, ass, and back. My tits hasn't back, and so there's so I got it, and they're like, "But there's a nudity and simulated sex scene. Can you do it?" And I was like, hmm. "I was like, oh no!" And then I was like, "Wait a minute, like how intense?" Mm. And then I read the script again. And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I need the money. I have a mortgage." So there you go. I put, I got the job, and then I went out to do it. I filmed in Albuquerque. The yeah. guy that I'm wow. playing opposite. He is not somebody that I had heard of, really, but he is an <gasps> excellent actor. He's like yeah. a really, he's like, but here's the crazy thing. Okay. Drama actors mm -hmm. just do drama acting. It's crazy. It's, what the, f that is wild. It's not it's two ways. It's, isn't that wild? They just go in there and I'm like, they you're just all act. really doing this. Right. Like and it's so a thing to do. Was Were they fun on set? I mean, like a person is, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't like we were like cutting up. I tried a yeah. hundred times to make him laugh and it would be like 30% of the time he'd get it uh, and be like, ha ha. The rest of the time he'd be like, I'm in the mode, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was serious. like, this is so crazy and weird. Like one of the scenes that we had to do was he was making breakfast for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and for some reason it was shot really well. Like it's beautiful looking. But one of the, 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 the director was like, I want the camera to pan up from the coffee being made. The toast is down. The eggs are getting flipped. And I come out and like I've got a T-shirt on and nothing else. And I like hug him from the back or whatever. And then we have to have like an emotional scene. Okay. Meanwhile, all this shit's going on. So it's like every time we'd come out, I'd be like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. And then it would be like toast pops up, you know? And I'm oh. like dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, this is a Rube Goldberg breakfast machine yeah, happening yeah, yeah. behind you right uh -huh. now. And I think it's the fucking funniest thing in the world. It was like 10 people to be like, coffee, co toast. Okay, eggs, flip, turn them on, turn them on, boom, go. And then like be dramatic. And he's in it. He's just like, doesn't yeah, break at all. Does. And I'm like, and I'm like, listen, I think, uh, <laughs> like toast is like popping up. And I'm just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Wait, like, okay, so. It seems like I so did a sex scene. Wow. Yeah. Talk about that. And it was hot. Wow. I was like, oh, oh, actually, this is awesome. I'm. He was so hot. He's hot. But yeah. I was like, it It was just like your body is like doing the sex motions mm -hmm. and it's yeah. a new person. So there's yeah. the novelty factor. Oh, tell me and all about it. And I was like, let's yeah. go again. Like yeah. I was having the time of my life. I don't. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out for myself if I. But this is so interesting that, interesting that you're on this side of this this um debate is that some people are like sex scenes are so impersonal they're so bad they're so humiliating but then there's the other side of it where, where it's just like no it's hot and i 
feel like I'm having sex with this person. Like, so you're, you're in that camp, right? It's like, yeah. And this is like the second time I've done, I did like an indie thing where it didn't get released, but like I did a makeout scene with a guy who, again, another guy who was like very attractive, but I wasn't like into him, Yeah, but it was like, but you trick your brain into thinking, we we talked about this before. It's It's just like any acting, but like you're the other thing I was telling my boyfriend about this. And I was like, the crazy thing about sex acting is that like, when you're delivering a line in a certain way, you want it to be real to the character and real to the story and mm-hmm. also like seem genuine, seem uh-huh. natural, exactly. all this shit. It's drama. But with sex, yeah. there's like two ways of being. <laughs> well, and you're the- also already acting when you're having normal sex. Right. Yeah. So it's right. like yeah. oh my everybody's God, yeah. good at it. Wow. So, okay, wow. this is actually is fascinating. Like, I, I forget who it was that was quoted this, but I was reading some interview with some actress and she was like, well, in the sex scene, like I'm having sex as the character. I'm not having sex as me. And I'm like, now uh, explain that. Yeah. Like, I wonder if she's like aggressive sexually as the character or like she's physically doing things that she wouldn't do. That to me is fascinating. Well, I would be too in my head. If I said something like I'm having sex as the character, mm-hmm. um, that's what I say during normal sex as well. <laughs> like, the, the two ways of having sex that you're talking about are either you are loving it or it's terrible like is that is it like super binary like that like maybe like oh yeah no i mean i'm i'm just saying like of like if you're into it like yeah you can be having like a lackluster sex but there's a way of being like um you know i'm i'm I'm, it's so hot i'm so into it and then we're so in love yeah Yeah. or it's like animalistic or whatever and we like hate it it's a hate fuck i feel like there's like maybe those two directions but it was just like oh this is easy and we had all these scenes where we were making out and I was like I was so worried that it was going to be affected and weird and then it wasn't at all because I'm like yeah when you're fucking in someone's face like this yeah. it's very easy to be subtle Yeah, it's not hard <laughs> I've never had a make out scene there's no scene where you're like uh-huh, what are uh-huh. we going to do yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's obvious what you are supposed to do I've so. never had a make out scene with a man on camera have I? I don't know I've had my I've had, I've been, I've done one sex scene on camera and no one will ever see it. And it was with Joel Kim Booster. Oh, right. Where no he, 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 gave, you. he gave me oral sex. Oh, yeah. And I was like this. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, remember, remember Joel? I remember. Oh, remember Joel? <laughs> hey, Joel. Um, I was like, hey, remember Joel. Joel when I was like this? That's what I That's say on all my theme park. Oh, Dad! <laughs> this ride, it's the commercial, will have you sing, Oh, oh Dad! Title of that. Oh, Title of that. oh, oh exclamation point, Dad. Dad! Oh, Dad! No. Dad! <laughs> That's me. That's me during sex. Dad! 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 It's so sad. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Do we have to ask the goddamn question. I know. Wait, one, one last thing I want to ask thing, uh, One last thing. Is drama harder than acting to you? <laughs> it's drama harder I, than I, acting. It's drama harder than acting. It's drama harder than acting. Why are you so laughing? Funny. Title of episode. It's drama <laughs> harder than <laughs> acting. <laughs> write that down. Or I'll put a pin no, in you, I, Emma. I, like, oh, dad. Oh, oh dad. dad. Is drama harder than comedy? <laughs> It's drama. Okay, is it's, drama harder than comedy? Uh, yes, answer this. Uh, it's so much easier. I don't totally. get it. I don't believe that. One hundo P, it's easier. Absolutely. I've seen actors who are <laughs> award fucking 
Oscar winning yeah, yeah, yeah. drama actors yes. mm-hmm. try to do a comedy and absolutely cannot do it. They but, freak and then out. On the other way, the success rate, very high. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, fine, fine. Because everyone, I think people have the assumption that it's easier to do comedy because it's like, you know, yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah. But it's like, and also, so I think because of that public perception, like uh, their um, sort of expectations are lower. And yes. when a comedian comes along and like is able to sit on camera and say words like a person, they're like, wow, wow. grounded, never before seen. Kristen Wiig can actually talk in her normal voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. it's like, meanwhile, like yeah. when drama actors come try to do comedy, I mean, you probably know from working at the Snow and also like us all from working with people that once they get a com- comedic script in their hand they're like okay um how do I, what do i do and well, if you're not funny, funny i'm going to look stupid if you don't have your own comedic timing and voice in real life why would you suddenly have that yes, we all have yes. our real life in real life though so we can all right. relate Tap to, into that. to there having you emotions go. but like if you can't if you don't have the funny bone you know and like people are like loose with it and that's the other thing like it's very loose you have to trust yourself mm. you have to have that don't think mentality yes thank you you have to have that don't think <laughs> mentality. mentality hashtag upright citizens brigade and wait I just wanted to put and a pin on do it any other way iOS doesn't work before, iOS does be- iOS wait before we ask the question and then do I don't think so honey uh-huh. I have to say one thing about uh, before I brought up the presidential debates, and I brought that up uh, because because yes. Eric Swalwell, who's now dropped out of the race, reminds me of a UCB guy who <laughs> I would have seen execute a second beat, and Absolutely. it'll be fine. And especially when he said, uh, "Oh my God," he said like a joke in, in the first presidential debate. I remember it was. Um, we're breaking up with Russia and making up with NATO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said it with the kind of look in his eyes where I was like, "You, you thought that was I, so funny." I was like, "I took two hundred one with you." Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred. Like a canned joke that you just. I took two hundred one with Eric Swalwell, and he dropped out of that class after the second week too. That's it was too hard. Two hundred one's when it gets hard. Two hundred one's when it gets hard. Assembly rule culture number forty nine. Two hundred one's when it gets hard. Anyway, anyway, we have to we ask, have to Alice, ask the Alice the question. Which, which is Alice? What was the culture that made you say culture is for me? The formative culture, whether it was a book, a movie, a play, a. A TV show, a neighborhood you grew up in. What, what if it was you? Cardi B's baby? And it was yes, that recent. Culture. And it was that recent and you didn't have culture before. <laughs> I mean, for a culture lot of people, culture. I feel like it is. It's culture. Definitely for culture herself. Absolutely. Culture's so, culture is her, her, herself. Yeah, it's culture. Like, well, when I was goddamn born and named. So I guess um, I'm thinking of like when I was little and my mom was like very feminist. Like it was like growing up in a Christian household where you, you know how you can only listen to like Christian rock yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But my mom was like the feminist version of that. So she was like, no, only Joan Armatrading, you know, or like only Tracy Chapman. Like the <gasps> only wow. music we're listening to is Katie Lang today. Oh, and like, hell yeah. Joni Mitchell or whatever. Oh. So I, so there was an, a resistance to like that type of like, like I was like, oh, I want to have fun, you know? Yeah. So for me, it was like, my mom was furious, but it was Barbie. I was like, wow. yeah, I love this. I love Barbie this. is culture. And I, have I we like, ever talked about we Barbie? We haven't talked about Barbie. We've never talked about Barbie on it's this show. just like, you know, and people didn't get this. It's not about her. her we- it's not a human being, right? No. It's not like I'm like, oh, I need to look like Barbie. Are no. you fucking kidding me? No, no Barbie needs to look like Barbie so she can fit into all these Barbie outfits. Right, exactly. Right. And into her weird car. Yeah. The thing, <laughs> the thing about Barbie is she's also, you know, she has so many friends. Yeah. Yes. That it's also like you have to understand it's never about her. It's about the larger community She's of busy. Barbies. Because the way you do Barbie is you buy about a hundred. Yeah. And how they all have different outfits. Yeah. And then it's more like it's less like do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's about it's about creating a community of Barbies. And so and that's you, the positive lesson. If you want right. to have a body positive Barbie, 
and you want girls to be for some reason looking at a body positive fine that's great do it yeah. Yeah. but do it the best the do it the Barbie way have all the fucking clothes yeah. all the outfits sexy astronaut all this shit yeah, yeah. because they don't do it they're, they're like here's your new doll and it's totally. like good it's got a green shirt I like I love it yeah, like, when fine you would, it's not a doll when right. you would play Barbies what would you do so I would like set them up in a like a, like they worked in a store together mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I would set up a st- I was an only child so like I had a whole this was my life they would like sit in a store and then work the day <laughs> they'd work all day and then they would go <laughs> and they would go home this is this is Vanderpump Rules oh yeah. my god <laughs> and then they would like go home after work and like have dinner <laughs> So they like live together or oh whatever. My God. They had a real know? nine to five. Yeah, That's they had. A, there was like nine to five. Would they day, talk yeah. about their day? Yeah, they would, and they would talk about like you know boys and whatever. Of course. Because like, I was a kid, but I like, didn't understand like what why care people talked about boys. So I'd like go through the motions. Wow. You know? I used to do this very similar. I used to do that as well, but I would I would create block. I would put my blocks together, and I would play with par- Power Rangers, and then they would have conversations with each other. But the way that I played Barbies mm. was with my sister. Because she was the one that had the Barbies. Yeah, so I would, yeah. of course, co-opt that. Yeah. And we would take all the Barbies, put them on the bed, and we would play Titanic with the Barbies. So they, one by one, they would die uh-huh. by being thrown off the bed, yes. which was, That's of course, awesome. the Titanic. Titanic. And the one that always lived was the one that was wearing this like gorgeous little blue dress that was the same color as the heart of the ocean. And she was always the rose. Genius. Genius. I, if I, if I may, if I and may. Now, now, how would you play Barbies? So... Likewise, my sister was the one who had the dolls. Yeah. We had the star of the pack was Aladdin. <gasps> we had an Aladdin doll. Oh, and was he smaller than the Barbies? The he was a little bit bigger, actually, oh. and he was truly so fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. And but then we had a regular. We had we had our regular Barbies, and it was Barbie and Aladdin would get into fights because Barbie and Aladdin were having an affair. <gasps> but Barbie was like, I, "You need to tell Jasmine about us. Oh. <laughs> You're like, well, you ne- get, yeah, you that. need to leave Jasmine for me." It was like. Truly, my sister was so like, this white bitch was coming along. Yes, she said, "You have to leave her. You have to yeah, leave her." And then, I like, can see, I feel like I played that same game. I yeah. remember, like, my sister, like, taking Barbie's hand and like taking her hand up and slapping Aladdin across the face. It was like the woman was right in this situation. White bitch narrative. White bitch. <laughs> Honestly, white bitch front narrative. runner for title of that. Oh, white yeah, really. bitch narrative. Yeah, white bitch narrative. I yeah, yeah. I identify and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get I it. it. Yeah. Honestly, wow, you let a white bitch narrative play out in your play. Did you and I play the, <laughs> the bar- did you and I play the Barbie board game? No. Oh my god, the Barbie board game is iconic. Where the goal was to be the que- the pr- queen of the prom, and you would have, and you you had you had to have, <laughs> the queen of the prom. You had not to be prom queen, the queen the of the prom. Queen because of the prom. It, it yeah. takes place in like the fifties and like mid century, where the three things were: you had to go steady with someone, uh-huh. you had to um, like be class prep, you had to like get a title and and, and get slapped, school and get slapped. But it was this thing. It was like it was like. It was a board game where you were feeling the fantasy of being Barbie in high school. And wow. it was like truly like true, the most true problematic you could get. But it was like for a little gay boy playing that Very game, fun. it's like you're tr- you're trying on mommy's clothes. It's so beautiful and yeah. informative, actually. And I'm so, we've never talked about Barbie on this. We've never spoken about show. Barbie. And we've and can we all just say a few words about Barbie's automobiles that she has? Come on. Because she actually rides dirty and several different kinds of things. She has a beautiful pink car. Yes. Which is her, I think her most famous mobile. Her most famous mobile. And then I believe Barbie has even been known to get on a motorcycle. Uh, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, she hot rod. Barbie's she hot, hot rod. rod. I think it was like hot rod Barbie. Oh my God. Is yeah. there a Barbie boat? I love... Gotta be. 
There is. And I love that when Barbie does a thing, she becomes the like, you the know, culture. like I am hot rod Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like she I am science on, like, Barbie. Hot rod culture. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm do- like, it's like today, like right now I'm coffee Alice. Yeah, you know, coffee like, Alice. Like, and then later on I'll be fucking lunch Alice. Yeah, I'm lunch podcast Alice. Alice right now. Your podcast, yeah. Barbie. Podcast, Barbie. podcast Barbie. Podcast Barbie. Oh my God. What's Barbie's podcast? She's sound got a like? pink mic setup. Yeah. And. You know, it's like sparkling sounds and it's like, oh, welcome back. Today, my favorite shape is a circle. I guess she wouldn't be like, welcome back, though, because no. where were you before? Where were you before? Right, I right, think, right. It's I think, a podcast. Well, what are Barbie's say- ads? Barbie's ads are for Casper. Casper. Betterhelp.com. MeUndies. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cora, Cora, Barbie does quip ads. Yeah, she's like, I sleep with my quip because it's her size, (laughs) and she's like, it's a giant vibrating body pillow. She's like, honestly, the best. This is the the thing with Barbie. Ken's out of town a lot. Ken's out of town a lot. This is gay, actually. This is the thing about Barbie (laughs) is that out of town a lot is a euphemism for gay. gay. Absolutely. Remember they remember James Anderson SNL sketches, Britney Spears and Amy Poehler playing Barbie and Skipper. Yes, and then Chris Kattan would come on as Ken, and he just goes. I'm going to Malibu. Don't call me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Barbie is drag, though. Barbie is like putting on different hats and being like, now I'm this, now I'm this, now I'm this. Yeah. It's it's truly beautiful. Barbie is actually the most important drag figure of all time. Yes, I agree. Barbie started drag. (laughs) And Barbie showed us that it's you're all born naked and the rest rest is is drag. drag. And when you get up in the morning and you put on your drag, and you are both in drag. You learned that from Barbie, and that was why Barbie is important. Absolutely. Relationship with Barbie now? I mean, no. Truly, but truly, God, no. (laughs) Rearview mirror. This is one of those. This is this is one of those. Rearview, yeah. Is there going to be a Barbie movie? Wasn't there going to be with Amy Amy Schumer? Schumer, Yeah, I think I think it's happening. Really? Yeah. That was it. It was definitely. I'm like so excited about that. Can you tell from my face? (laughs) Um... I, I want it to be like happening. Glenn Close or something. Yeah, Glenn okay, Glenn. that would be really a, fun. Mm, Amy, uh, one of the Amys. What's the Amy? Sherman um, Palladino. Amy Sherman Palladino. <laughs> As Barbie. Finally, Finally hits the screen. Yeah. <laughs> she's, meant, she's meant for it. She, she is, absolutely. For the screen. We never talked about Maisel. So, oh, wait, uh, do, well, should we have a few words on Maisel? Well, I mean, you guys, you wanted to bring it up, so I'm not. Go. I, I'll go. No, I don't no, have anything. Go. Listen, Maisel, now. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> That's okay. on the spot Maisel. This actually is a new segment. It's, it's called on, on the, the spot, spot Maisel. All right, uh, I, I, I watch Maisel. I like Maisel. I watch Maisel. I'm not. I'm, I'm not averse to watching Maisel. Am I excited? There's a season four. Of course, I'm excited. But I, I, uh, uh, that's yeah. a really good, God, really good, really good Maisel. I like. I'm a team Joel. That's all I have to say. Team Joel. Team Joel. You know, in that last scene, and this is going to be a spoiler for Maisel, very similar to before our spoilers for Searching. You know, in the last scene, she says Rachel Brosnahan is the villain. Actually, it's Deborah Messing as the villain of Maisel. Yes, sorry, Rachel Brosnahan, who I want on the pod. I would, love and I've her been on the pod. saying this. Yes, um, she says I want to be with someone who loves me. Yeah, and then they intensely kiss, cut to black. Huh. <laughs> Wait. So my thing with Joel is just like, if everybody's like Joel's trash, Joel's trash, and I'm like, great, maybe so. Guess who else is trash? Fucking Maisel. Yeah, Maisel's trash. Oh, yeah. Midge. She sucks. Midge has trash elements. Yeah, she's a fucking ASP alpha female character. She yeah. sucks. There you go. Done. There's a lot going on so there. So they, they belong together. I think they might belong together. I love them together. And he's oh, obviously the Mr. Big. What's that actor's name? He's incredible. Uh, and he... Michael Zegan. Yes. Yes. And he came, yeah, yeah. To, came to the show when, when Braz hosted. 
so good looking oh, in person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he's, he's really hot. hot yeah, he's hottie. real hot. He's one of those secret hotties that you that you look on television. You go, okay, mm. TV actor, and then you look at them in real life, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Your genitals responds. Yeah. Uh, oh, dad. I go. It was just like me on set with Joel when we did our sex scene. Oh, dad. I think it's time. Dad. I think it's time for I Don't Think So Honey. It's time for I Don't Think So Honey. And if you're curious about what I Don't Think So Honey is, what I Don't Think So Honey is is we take one minute to rail against something in culture that we don't like. And if you'd like to see this happen live, you're actually in luck because we are going on the road. We're going to be in Atlanta on August 7th, Orlando on August 8th, Denver on August 22nd? 22nd? And then... Chicago on the 23rd? No, no, no. This is wrong. Uh, We're going to be in... Atlanta, Orlando, Denver, and Chicago throughout the month of August. You can get tickets. I'm definitely putting them on my Instagram. Yes. So get tickets there. We'll have it on the Forever Duck website. And I'm going to encourage Bowen Yang to uh, put them on his, his Instagram I will put as them well. On mine. And also, we're also going to be back at the Bell House in Brooklyn on September 21st. Ooh. Very excited about all these things. It will be so fun. Now, now, I do have an I don't think so. Honey. I have one too, but well, I'll have you go first, as Please. is traditional. This is Matt Rogers' I don't think so. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Baby talk and baby humor. Mm. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when someone don't think don't I'm just like, you lost me. Because I feel like you, you, what you're cutting off here is the many years that you've progressed from babyhood to adulthood. And I want to know about the culture and the humor that's influenced you in that space of span of time. Were you the funniest ever that you ever have been when you were a baby? I don't think so, honey. So why are you talking like a baby now? Mm-hmm. It actually runs right through me, the baby voice. I also, I'm sorry, I'm going to move seconds. on now to baby humor. Videos of babies don't make me laugh. I'm sorry you can stop sending them to me. I enjoy a baby. Thank you. But I don't need to opt into baby humor. Yes. I'm an adult. I prefer adult seconds. humor. Like adult comedians. Tina Fey. <laughs> Things like that. So when you speak to me in a baby voice, know that I am wincing. And it's just like some of my closest friends love to do a baby voice. And I don't love baby voice. I don't think so, honey. Baby voice. And that's one minute. I agree with you. I think there's there's one person that you're referring to in particular. How dare you do There must be. Can I, can I say their name? Go ahead. Sudi Green. Sudi Green loves baby voice and baby baby humor. She loves to send me videos of babies and... I don't love baby voice and baby humor. I gotta say, I think I'm with you on Bucks. this. I don't. And this is, who knew this was gonna be call out culture? Even sometimes. Oof. Ooh, can I say this is a take? This is a take. You're cruel, Bo. What? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna out myself as a, as a heartless motherfucker. What? Sometimes when I get a video of my niece, I'm like, okay. <gasps> I, I love don't it. care about videos of anyone's babies. Because I'm so sorry. I, lo- my, I love my niece so goddamn much. I don't. As a person, not a comedian. I don't always want to see her yeah. like do shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're not looking for her latest shit. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. but there you go. Ellie has not formed her comedic voice. No, she And it's will. actually a detriment to her to send you videos because now this is part of her fucking yeah. of is that legacy. Oh, remember that one time I like, you know, played the piano in a weird way? Like, yeah, but that like now that's canon and now that's like it's it's part of your legacy. And right. we're gonna have to reckon with that right. at some point. It's like, especially in culture now, when everything gets on the internet, like people these babies might get canceled for <laughs> videos of them as babies later on when they were adults trying to make a comedic career happen exactly. because they were garbage when they were babies, because baby humor isn't funny. I actually l- stop talking to me in a baby voice. No, I love I actually mm. love seeing Ellie all the time. 
That but, sucks that you do that because you just said otherwise. Yeah, you, you just said otherwise, and now here you are. But, Double speak. And it's a white you bitch Scarlett narrative. Scarlett Johansson you're white. that was taken out of context. No, you said it. <laughs> we were fucking here. No, I said in a world <laughs> where. Anyway, okay, that's 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 a beautiful. I don't think somebody that's brave. Thank you. I really, I just like, I I can't do it with baby stuff. Okay. All right. All right so this is going to be Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. And in fact, his time starts now. I don't think so. When he's standing at an angle in an elevator, bitch, face the front, motherfucker. <gasps> Last night, I co- I go home with my parents. We're up the elevator. These drunk assholes come in to go to the rooftop. It's 11.30 p.m. They go, uh, can you hit the roof, please? They needed my fob to scan them up to the roof. I go, I th- and I was, <laughs> I was a bitch, and I go, I think the roof closes at 10. <gasps> and he goes, yeah, but our party's up there still, so we have to clean up. And I go, okay, scan the fob. And then what they do is they stand at an angle to face me. 30 seconds. As a bullying tactic, I think. Yeah, I was with yeah. my parents. My parents, like, they sandwiched my mom. It was so weird. It was just this weird, crazy, like, formation. And I was like, this is bad. And this actually makes all of us uncomfortable and out of our elements. You are distorting reality for 15 me. 15 seconds. And how dare you? And I will put you on blast on my podcast listened to by thousands. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, sir, I will meet you on Five that field. Seconds. And love will win. Love will win. And that wow. is one minute. Yeah. I'm quoting Marianne and, and most of my I don't think so, honey. Really yeah, honestly, right. that sounds like a bullying tactic. Um, elevator um, stances are very important. You have to yeah. remember you you're not face the only front. person in there. You face front. It's been that way since 1950, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Since elevators were invented. We got it. We figured it out we already. There's no like out. remix. There's no remix. Unless it's a two-sided door <laughs> elevator situation. But it wasn't the it's- case. Not the wanna, case. What I, if what if I was like, I don't think so, honey, my traumatic childhood. And they yeah, talked right. about all the things I went yeah. through. Can I just riff for one can I say one thing yeah. about elevator culture? Yes. <clears throat> Something I've realized about myself. I can't be in an elevator with a romantic or sexual partner without it becoming a full thing. Oh, you want to? Like, I have to hook up in the elevator. What? Even if yeah. you're, even if it's if, if it's if, there's, yeah. if it's just the two Wait. of you. If it's just the two oh, of you, no, not with anyone else. I'm just saying, you're like, like, I'm sorry, my grandma was there, my mom was there, everybody was looking at us, and they were asking us for money. And if, yeah, right. and, and I was hooking up. But if we're in an oh, elevator sure. together, if it's, we're in an elevator together, and you are my partner, yeah, sorry. and you're not trying to hook up with me when the doors close. It's rude. It's crazy. And we are in a fight now. And when the door opens, get off me. Get off. (laughs) Katrina. So, Katrina. Katrina. So now it's time for Alice's. I don't think so. Really hard. I have been so nervous about this. You can do a segment. I I reject that. This is such a seggy. You can just do your traumatic childhood. It's (laughs) fine. I know. Like, it's. Okay. It's happening now. have I started? Oh, no. This is Alice Wetterland's <laughs> I Don't Think So, Honey. Our time okay. starts now. Okay. I don't think so, honey. You're hero. Oh, Whatever wow. it is. Wow, wow, I don't wow. care what it is. This isn't the way we do things anymore. <laughs> we get fine if you appreciate the art and you have to separate it from the artist yes. or whatever. But like stop every time somebody does a thing being like, well, I like him though. So and then defending. Right. Yeah. Everybody is a fucking human who is fucked up. Yes. Everyone is bad. And if they're famous, they're definitely bad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If someone's famous, there. they're evil. End of story. <laughs> this includes me. 30 so seconds. don't fucking go. And like, it's not like you're like, oh my God, you get something from the, you get something from, you're like, ooh, this Snickers. And you're like, yeah, Mars is my shit. I love Mars. Everything Mars does. If you say anything about Mars, it sucks. No, we just only <laughs> fucking like a Snickers bar. That's fine. So like, just get your heroes and yeah. knock them off the fucking pedestal because mm-hmm. it's fucking 
2019 punk rock, bitch. And that's one minute, You know bitch. what? I've actually rarely met a hero and been satisfied. It's tor- it's horrible. It's even horrible. people, even it's people horrible. I slightly look up it's to horrible. always it's horrible. disappoint me. <laughs> it's a horror I store. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Ooh. I met Paul F. Tompkins, who was my comedy hero. Now, not my hero anymore because he's my fucking friend. friend. Yeah, it sucks. Especially he's too nice. He's the he's a good person, but he's then really it's like, the nicest person. The only way like to your, go, your friends are your heroes. Exactly, way, you know, like where you're like, no, that's a good dude. Actually, to, meeting your there's yeah. only one way to go when you meet your hero, which is down, which is yeah. either they disappoint you so much yeah. or they become your peer, and then you're like, well, fuck, now this sucks. Who am I gonna look up? I, mean, I don't look up to anybody anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't look up to anyone. Yeah, I think maybe because of Paul, it's like the it's the one exception sure, where sure. he really was. Yeah. And Paul is a lovely, is like he's the a lovely person. The but like then there's Paul, and then that leaves everybody else. Mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. you're right. Paul is great, and that's a shout out to Paul F. Tompkins. And this episode. <laughs> The white bitch narrative. The white bitch narrative. Has been so fun, and we have covered all the ground, oh and God. what a fucking joy Ugh. that we got you in here it with was your gorgeous so... Scarlett Johansson ass. Thank you. Yeah. It is perky it today. It is perky. I and... woke up and I was like, what are you going to be today? Yeah. You know? And she and was she like, said, I'm going to be actually exactly what like, you I'm need gonna, me to be. I'm going to be perked the fuck up. I'm here caffeinated. Yeah, I mean, I had a cold brew and I'm a killing machine. I had a cold brew as well. Um, August 23rd, the special, as they say, drops. Mm-hmm. Drops, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Alice so much. Please find her. Follow her. Don't make her a hero. <laughs> because you'll be That's disappointed. Great. We end every episode we with a song. Every episode gets ended with a song. All the hot girls go pop, pop, pop. And if you see a mad bitch, you don't ha, ha, ha. Wow, okay, so, so we didn't do it good. If you see a mad bitch? If you see a mad ho, tell her ha, ha, ha. Is she, a, is she mad? I don't know. I think the other ho's mad. Is it like a mad hatter situation where she's like actually a mentally ill? To be continued. To be continued. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. 
find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.